The following is a fourth hand production. Any attack made by the rebels against this station would be a useless gesture, no matter what technical data they've obtained. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. That is fantastic. Terrific work. So no weaknesses at all, huh? No. No. You, uh, you hesitated there. Is that something I should know? No, it's virtually indestructible, like 99.99%. Uh, okay. Wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask what's the point oh one. Well, I, I mean, there's this little hole. It was kind of an aesthetic choice by the architect. And if you shoot a laser into this hole, uh, the station blows up. It's time for the news. Delete, 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 delete. Hey, Jova, can you come here for a second? Yeah, what's up, Ripley? Well, I'm going through all of our business receipts, or your business receipts from this last year, to fill out our AMM40, and I'm not sure some of these are qualified expenses. Like what? Well, for example, how is a Klingon testosterone and arousal booster a business expense? Or your subscription to Orion Green Queens? Or a Wookiee Willie Enlarger? Okay, okay, okay. I may have gone a little bit overboard with the ship's credit card, but I figured we would just sneak them in as business expenses and no one would really know the difference. I know you don't pay attention to current news, but they passed the new quadrant tax reform after Emperor Disselwick came into power. The audits are now done by an advanced species of Venus Cantorius, who are said to have a 99.9% success rate in finding tax improprieties. And now, if you get caught, they not only levy heavy fines, but also make you watch Ghost Riders 2 on repeat for 24 straight hours. Holy shit! Well, in that case, I probably shouldn't show you my purchases from last month. Welcome, everyone, to Close Encounters of the Audited Kind. <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm Joba Finding Loopholes Fett, and joining me as always is... Ripley, better safe than sorry, Scott. And we're here to bring you another great episode of Close Encounters of the Slurred Kind. That's right, and since tax season is upon us, which makes us all loathe our governments even more than normal, we thought it'd be a great opportunity to discuss some of the worst governments in sci-fi history. We've got a fully loaded list, and no, it's not just that YA crap, but first... Let's hit the news feed. Let's do it. All right. So the first article we have coming up is coming at you from the Houston Chronicle. Robot police coming to Houston Transit Center, rail platform, park, and ride lot. This was hilarious. So I guess it's actually happening, Ripley. Uh, you know, the robot uprising is upon us. It's not quite AI yet, but it does look like the Daleks have made a significant comeback. Uh, so what this Even is... Even with the is, lights, nonetheless. Yeah, the lights and everything on the side. It's got the colors of R2-D2, but it looks more Dalek-like, in my opinion. I don't know. It, it really does. Either that or, like, a giant sex toy. It w Dude, it does look like like Fifi Faux Fum, the dildo that will make you come. Right. It is very phallic in nature. Yeah, so but it's it's got a really cool name, too. A Nightscope K5 Autonomous Security Robot. That is some badass shit right there. So, bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when Officer K5 comes for you? This article states here. Uh, there was so much I, I had to unpack on this. I was like, the article's awesome. Is there anything that popped out at you specifically? Because I had a thousand things pop out at me. <laughs> well, I do like how they you know state right off the bat that you can probably easily outrun this thing because it goes at a max speed of three miles per hour. 
but it will catch you on videotape. That is true. You know, this is no RoboCop by, you know, by any stretch of the imagination, but it's for a, it's a 400 pound 52 bullet oh that is said bulletproof it's bullet shaped it is bullet shaped uh but no it's 400 pounds man Magic so bullet. you couldn't like tip this fucker over i guess it would be really really hard to you know but this would be if, if i had a demented brain which i do but if i was and if i was a criminal on top of that this would be a fun thing to fuck with i'm not going to lie to you <laughs> like get on its back and like start tapping on its head and make it try to like rotate around. Yes. And then also people, you know, one of the big concerns that, uh, that the Metro had on here was <laughs> saying like uh, people could hack it. Like what, if, what if people, you know, hacked into its computer system or whatever, basically this, all this thing is only going to record video of like thieves and everything else. It's just there to intimidate. And that's really the only thing it does is just roll around and, and video shit. Intimidate. Uh -oh. Intimidate, intimidate. You would make a good Dalek. My God, right. I guess that would be in place of exterminate. Did you I, see... I'm glad you made that you, conclusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see where it said the, the person that, I guess, made a comment in this article? I had to double check like 400 times. I was like, it said, what if it get hit by a car? Ronald Reagan asked as he waited for a downtown commuter bus back to his vehicle at the Grand Parkway Park ride lot. I was like, what? I was like, Ronald Reagan? I was like, do they also have time travel capabilities? And then I realized it was just an extremely uncanny coincidence. <laughs> it's right. like, wow. Yeah, like mm. at one of our jobs, we have a guy that's named John Kennedy. Oh, that is unfortunate for him. It's that's not funny. John F., it's John J., but... That's funny that you said that? It's someone you worked with? Well, yeah, he's a union worker at one of our sites. So my dad worked in uh junk mail so direct mail and stuff like that and his boss for years at eu services was named art simpson i, <laughs> I shit you not and you know i made the connection and i was like 10 years old i had to go to the office and i was kind of like you mean like bart simpson and he was like yeah just like it <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious so. by the way this uh the person that wrote this article his name is doug begley D-U-G. His looks are as unfortunate as, as his name if you click on his profile. Good lord. He looks yeah, like the, uh, the English professor that you have in college that you know is going go to sneak into parties and try to scam on the freshmen. Absolutely. I'm, I'm Doug Begleying him to cut that horrible hair he has that's hanging out the back of his skull. <laughs> Get queer, queer eye for the straight guy on this guy. He, he needs an entire revamp. True, true, true. Well, okay, we'll go on to the next article here, and I'll let Ripley take it away. That's right. So this one uh, we will tread lightly on, but nonetheless, it it kind of continues our robo theme in, in a way, and it shows what a piece of shit this guy is. And it is just kind of a funny headline. Neo U.S. neo-Nazi faces $12.9 million fine for sending racist robocalls. Coming at the Guardian, another Guardian article. That is right. So, uh, robocalls, not really that sci-fi or anything, but, you know, those automated mach machines that we all hate to yep. listen to. Get yeah, them all they're our favorite. They're all our favorite. Right. So, this guy, Scott Rhodes, who sadly is from Idaho, unfortunately. <laughs> another bad I didn't want to make a Idaho. joke. I didn't want to make a joke, but I was like... I was tempted. I'm glad you got to it first. <laughs> mm -hmm. So he uh, he's been sending out these racist robocalls 
um, from multiple states uh, and going into multiple states, including California, Florida, Georgia, Iowa, and Virginia. Appears to have used an online calling platform to intentionally manipulate caller ID information so that the calls he was making appeared to come from local numbers. So he would do things like he tried to exploit a a murder by saying some very inappropriate things that, that we're not even going to discuss on the show. Fuck uh, these people, man. Oh, gosh. Right. Uh, in Virginia, he sought to influence the jurors in a trial. Um, it seemed like it doesn't talk about race of the people involved, but my guess is it tried to it influence says anti, the jury. It says anti it says anti-Semitic down here, so I'm assuming it was like a Jewish jury well, or something. That was a that's the next thing he did. But um, the trial of James Field, who, who I assume is a minority convicted of murdering Heather Hare, who I assume was a white girl, because he was trying to influence the jurors to convict him. And then, yeah. uh, it, as you mentioned in Georgia, he, he sent racist and anti-Semitic calls, pretending to be Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Yeah, I bet she loved sorry, that. that I bet funny. she loved that, man. Woo. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you I think we Jew? should. You get a Jew. We all get you... Jews. Oh, my God. <laughs> can't believe that you just said that, but you did. Uh, you know, I'd like to arm those K5s and then program them all to go to whoever this fucking guy's house is and just, just light his ass up, dude. This guy, people like this, you know, just there's not a, there's. I'm a very tolerable guy. You know, not a lot gets under my skin. I can let a lot of things go. I'm a very happy-go-lucky, you know, dude's dude. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very... But a this, bro's bro. A bro's bro. But, you know, just racism is the most ignorant bullshit. I don't know if it's because I was raised in a cultural melting pot out of the Washington, D.C. area. But, I, you know, that shouldn't matter. It's it, we. It's 2020. Oh. Get with the I, shit and get out. Man, there's there's very few things that 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 make my blood boil, but racism is definitely definitely up there. So, you know, you know, it would be a great starting point. Uh, you've seen Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, at the end where they go find all the internet trolls and just start beating the shit out of them. Yes, he needs to be on <laughs> for there. Jane Silent oh. Bob to just show up at his door and just start beating the living hell out of him. That would be yes. hilarious. And then arm the K fives and have them just go full dalek on them dude absolutely dude exterminate exterminate those. yeah well, i think we've uh talked about that one quite enough because anymore and i'll just break my goddamn computer in half so right yeah we, we'd be treading on a bad ter- territory there so let's go ahead and move on let me clear out of this ugly fucker's face and all right moving on oh snap i think the black swirl is receiving a subspace transmission let's give it a listen you never know when we're going to be able to play hero during a distress call or play possum and dig through some other ship's wreckage. We did find some sweet iron modulators last time. True that. We'll be back after the break with our special segment of the week. The second annual Bayou City Paranormal Symposium is here. April 25th and 26th at the Pasadena Convention Center. Special guests include John Zaffis, Katie Stafford, the Kling Brothers, and more. Two spine-tingling interactive exhibits, including the fan-favorite Psychomantium 2. Over 40 vendors and exhibitors will be on hand. Free vendors shopping all weekend. Discounted pre-sale tickets and VIP available now through February 29th. Bayou City's premier event for the things that go bump in the night. Go to badwolfevents.com for tickets and more info. 
that does sound like a scary good time. The stool, I mean crew, of the Black Squirrel might just make an appearance. Anyways, back to the source material. It's time for Autocrats. Roll out. We roll. Tonight's special is going to consist of yet another list, but we're putting a twist on it. Uh, this time, we are taking the shittiest sci-fi authoritarian regimes, or dictators, if you will, emphasis on the dick, yep. uh, that we could think of, and like I said, put in our twist of Would You Rather. That's right, we're going back to our roots, going old school here. So Job and I have each taken some uh, dystopian franchises from sci-fi and movie history, and we have done our best to concoct some of the goddamn worst Would You Rathers either of us could think of and uh yep. so without further ado let's let it rip oh here we go i'm so excited kind of but also really really scared because this is dictatorship edition of would you rather so <laughs> all right start you off with a rather easy one would you okay. rather have all your friends and family move to the terran empire so this is speaking to you you know very closely here with star trek uh, I'm, actually, I'm picking up what you're throwing down i'm picking up what you're throwing down so you would probably be best to describe the Terran Empire for those who are listening that don't know. Yeah, so the Terran Empire uh, first appeared in Star Trek, the original series, when uh, they go to a mirror universe. Episode's actually called Mirror Mirror. And um, they encounter other beings, basically themselves, just alternate in a, in a sense. So they're all like, it's it's instead of the Federation of Planets, it's become this this like galactic it's almost like star star wars's empire but this is the terran empire so it's very similar to that so if you could just think that they also have these really cool pain receptor boxes if you do something wrong and you fuck up they'll press this button and you're, you're like no not the pain box and they literally go in these boxes that like just hit your pain receptors anyway sorry i geeked out is this hard. where everybody has goatees this is the infamous spot goatee episode correct <laughs> okay, that's uh, South Park later copied. Yes, that is that's right. exactly what they're riffing on. Yep. All right, very good. All right, so anyways, this is: Would you rather have all your friends and family move to the Terran Empire, or receive a colonoscopy once a week for the rest of your life? And yes, that includes the prep. And Ooh. if you don't know what the prep is, the prep means blowing out your bowels for a good twenty-four yeah. hours prior to that. You know. Ooh, man, I've actually had a colonoscopy, so I can say that's immediately checked off the list because that was no fucking fun. And because I'd do anything to be in the Star Trek universe, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe I'd move up the you're ranks. Maybe your friends and family are there. You're, you're sitting back here all safe and sound, but everybody that you know and love is going there. Can I pick the family members that I don't like to go? No. All your family and friends. You, you are left alone without them. You oh, will have dude, to make I'm, new uh, friends. I am a very social guy, uh, so I could definitely make new friends and stuff. But man, I love my family, so I'd probably I'd go ahead and pull up a seat on the shitter and just just let it all blow out. So you that's better my get answer. some high quality toilet paper, my friend. I do have what me and my roommate like to call finger in the ass toilet paper, which is where you go and you get like ninety nine cent rolls, and your finger goes right up your ass when you try and wipe because uh, it rips immediately. So yeah, yeah, blistering asshole is what you've got in store for you there. All right. Yeah, exactly. We, we all right. Well, I'll hit you with that enough. <laughs> so. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I'll hit you with mine. I'll hit you with mine. So, all right. I'm going to get weird on you for the first one. So, <laughs> would you rather engage in strange sexual intercourse with the Tilda Swinson version of the White Witch of Narnia involving Turkish delight or be the submissive of Immortan Joe of Mad Max Fury fame? And if you don't remember, did you watch Mad Max Fury Road? 
No, I did not. He's the big, fat, greasy dude that's got the weird mask thing. On He's basically the main bad guy of, of Mad Max Free Road. It's basically like, I just said Mad Max Furry Road. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that. that I that's see the that kink porn. edition. It should. I want to see that porn edition. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, so Immortanjo, really big, nasty, gross dude. So you're basically his submissive in a, uh, you know, dominatrix sort of, uh, what do you call it? B- 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 BDSM. BDSM, I knew there was all kinds of letters. Yeah. In a BDSM relationship, you'd be his submissive. And it's in a world where, like, he's probably not going to give you any water. So (laughs) he's going to make you sweat. And then (laughs) he's going to make you work for it. I did message you before the show asking you if you use the White Queen because I was going to use her in a similar fashion. But I I was probably going to talk about her freezing your dick off or something like that. You know what they say, sky rockets in flight, Turkish delight. Oh, I see what you did there. Yes, I, I, <laughs> I'm I'm going to Tilda Swinson. I don't care if she has a bald head. I, right? Woman's a woman. I had a discussion. <laughs> Not with Ziggy. a giant man. Yeah, I had a discussion with Ziggy Quinn the other day, actually. And uh, I was over aboard his ship, which we all know is a shithole. And we were talking back and forth. And he was like, listen, Joba, if you ever went to, you know, if you went to the Asian, you know, the Asian country of, uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? We were just talking about Bangkok. If you went to Bangkok and there was a really hot chick and it was one of those famous lady boys or like Thailand, Taiwanese lady boys, would you do it? And I was like, fuck no, I wouldn't do it. Are you kidding me? You know? And he's like, but what if it was just a blowjob? And I was like, it's a dude. It's a dude. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I don't know. That, that made me think of that. Fair enough. That, that is relevant. All right. Next up. Would you rather tend to Thanos' busted-ass arm after he snaps the Infinity Gauntlet and have to give him sponge baths, or would you, quote-unquote, bow to General Zod? I don't think that second part needs explanation, but... Not even a little bit. Okay, so all I'm, all I'm doing is giving... Okay, say the first part with the, the bubble bath with Thanos' snapping finger. Am I giving him a, so like you're a basically... special bubble bath? No, you're you're more or less his living nurse, and you know because he's got that busted ass arm, that little, you know, uh, yeah, for the lack of a better word, gimp arm, and uh, yeah. so you have to tend to that and bandage it and do whatever, and then you also have to give him sponge baths, maybe wipe his ass. I'll be honest, there is no incarnation incarnation of Zod that has ever been pleasant in either Smallville, Superman one, Superman two, any you know Michael Shannon, all the Zods have been. You know, just real scary. And, you know, Thanos, after he did the snap, he was on that planet. He had a garden. He was all peaceful. He basically went full on bitch mode and was like trying to be peaceful and stuff. You know, I think at that point in his life, fucker just wants a bubble bath. You know, I I, I don't I think, you know, he he may pay well. You never know if, you know, he already set things straight. And well, before before just give you those big pats on the head. I can see him. Yeah. <laughs> we need to make that a t-shirt of me looking up at uh, Thanos and him just patting me on the fucking head. <laughs> New t-shirt. It's very 51. Make it happen. Make it happen. Right. If you're a graphic design artist, hit us up. Let's do that shit. That's that's a that's a solid choice and yeah, the Michael Shannon version, he's probably going to like grab the back of your head and push oh, it dude. straight through the back of your neck you're Absolutely. you're not surviving that i would definitely have a wiener hole in the back of my neck unit so i don't want that 
I do not like yeah. it. Yeah, you're not going to have a good time with that. No. All right, I'll hit you with my next one. You ready for it? Ready. Would you rather suddenly wake up to realize you're actually a malfunctioning T-1000 that can only transform into pink plastic instead of liquid metal or be a sentinel from the Matrix with a misshapen body structure like a flying dildo instead of a li- uh, squid instead of a squid? <laughs> yeah. You know? It's hard, hard to choose. Hard to choose. You're a flying dildo. You remember you remember the Sentinels from the Matrix? The, the big flag, you know? Yeah, so. right. Yeah, yeah. So, pink plastic, huh? Mm-hmm. So, you, you know how when the, the liquid Terminator, yeah. like, is the shaping and stuff, and he's, it looks kind of cool? Well, you look pink, and the things you form into are just <laughs> just plastic. <laughs> so, you can, you know, you I can make Barbies couple... and stuff. Well, I was thinking of a couple other things that are pink and plastic that wouldn't be so bad to be made into. Oh, I did. You know what's funny is I didn't even put that together when I thought about this one. That's awesome. That is a loophole. So that's give a, me my rumbles, my rumble pack, and let's go with this. That's good. Pink that's plastic, good. it is. Dude. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm ready for yours. All right. Would you rather live in the world of Fahrenheit 451? where all literature, including porn, has been outlawed and will be burned, or deal with the constant light burning sensation on your genitals. Hmm. A constant light bur- light burning sensation, just a little bit like when you like when you yeah, pee, just smile this kind of burn. Oh dude, that's so easy for me because fuck fuck you think I read shit? Come on. Since the last time who who, who reads the description just remember there's there's no porn anymore. But porn is, is abolished. I thought Fahrenheit 451 was only books were abolished. Was was it all form of literature? I know they made a reboot that didn't do so hot with Michael Shannon. Actually, yeah, I I would oh. have to go back and do some more thorough investigating. But in the 12 minutes that I did this, I just went with all literature. <laughs> and this is my question anyway. So, well, you know what? I have a really, really, really good imagination. And even though there's not porn out there anymore. That's just gonna that's just gonna challenge me to up my interpersonal game with uh, you know the green women around me and all the super sexy interspecies relations I can drum. So <laughs> it's called interspecies erotica, fucko. Yeah. <laughs> so me and Teresa were talking about this, and I because I told her this question, and both of us kind of thought, oh, he's gonna go. That one's easy. I already deal with the light burning sensation. That one, it's no problem uh-huh. at all. Hardy, hardy, hard. But yeah, we, we thought you were gonna. I, make I was the always joke. told we thought you were gonna own it. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I, you know, I can't help it that I change de- detergent all the time. You know, just always trying new detergents. That's what I like to tell people, at least. But that's <laughs> that's my choice. I, you know, they give give me that sensation, man. It's like you said, I'm used to it, motherfucker. <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go. You ready for mine? I am ready. Pushing the envelope once more with the same theme that we kind of briefly hit on earlier. Would you rather be a transsexual Jewish half-Asian albino trying to make a living in the prime universe of man, the man in the high castle or be wed to the most infertile woman in the world of the handmaiden's tale that is able to give birth to extremely intelligent uh, children who also happen to carry the neurofibromatosis gene that was supposed to say fertile, the most fertile woman in the world. Of the Handmaid's Tale, and if you aren't aware of what the neurofibromatosis gene is, have you ever heard of the Elephant Man? Uh huh. Okay, it's the Elephant Man disease. So. All right. 
So you're either that or you're the definition of everybody that not so well liked in The Man in the High Castle, which have you ever seen that show at all? No. It's basically if like Nazi Germany and Japan, the, those powers won World War uh, Two, and we were living in a country dominated by their occupancy here. Basically, that would suck is what the show basically states is that you would hate your life. So nice. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds about right. All right. So. Hmm. Hmm. First of all, for me, immediately, I just I wouldn't want to be transsexual. But that's just me. And that's not not against any not any, against any transsexuals out there. I just me. I'm like, ooh, no, I like uh, I like what my wiener does. Well, you're the only one. Oh, 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 oh. oh so funny. Anyway, <laughs> all right, uh, all right. So I'm probably gonna side with you on this one and go with the second part because you still get to be a dad when we're. Literally nobody else gets to be one, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you love your kids no matter what. Yeah, they they may look like they a G.I. <laughs> Joe that got too close to the fire every now and then, but <laughs> Yeah. And but they're extremely intelligent, so you know. Yeah, that's right. And you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna up, cure they... that fucking virus. Yeah, and so that's that's what my I was progeny thinking. shall live on. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking like, you know, that that could be the case. Oh, okay. Good job. You 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 saw you cracked that one. Solved the riddle. All right. Next up. Would you rather trust Katniss Everdeen, yes, Miss Jennifer Lawrence herself, to shoot an apple apple off of your junk with a bow and arrow, or see your best friend become a tribute in the Hunger Games? Wow. Oh man. How you're pretty competitive, right? <laughs> you're a dick <laughs> man i don't know i don't know if i trust not this is not just because she's a woman at all women are vastly superior to men in a lot of ways i, I just don't know if i trust anyone shooting anything at my junk uh mm. But I also wouldn't want to put my friends in harm's way. And if that was, if it was down to brass tacks and I had to make a decision, oh, I'd probably, you know what? Shit, fuck. I've only ever seen the Hunger Games like one time and I fell asleep halfway through it. Uh, w- was she really good at the bow stuff? I know she had a bow and arrow. Was that like her shit? Was she like awesome at it? Yeah, she was, um, she was a prod, uh, prodigy more or less with, with the bow. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you know, given that, and if she promised to have, you know, at least a forty-eight hour sex session with me, that just we that I never we never left the bedroom at all, like, to the point where we only left so that we could rehydrate and like and put food in our body because it's you know it's getting like to the point of like we need medical attention. If that was the case, you know, then yeah, sure, you can shoot stuff in my balls as long as she takes care of them later. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I would trust her. At the very least, she has to tend to any any wounds, right? Exactly. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Good deal. Yep. All right. Here you go. I appreciate you not sacrificing me. You're welcome. It's it's, it's what co-pilots are for, you know? So, all right. Here we go. Would you rather live in a galaxy far, far away as an Imperial Guard uh, and a member of the highest order of the Imperial Guard 
except your only job is to help Emperor Palpatine palpa pee-pee. In this circumstance, he has an uncontrollable bladder issue and is unable to use the force to carry a healthy stream of urine into the toilet. Also, looking at his dick makes him remember his childhood as a little girl, which makes him extremely uncomfortable. You know, the like. So, or accidentally cat, uh, catch dark side watching My Little Pony and come up with a reasonable excuse for him to let you live. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I... I'd probably take a quick death over prolonged misery in this case. So I would rather walk in on dark side. Oh, okay. just... well, do you know, do you know dark side's backstory? I did put a little thing in here. Uh, it's an excerpt excerpt from CBR.com. Uh, dark side's known across apocalypse, which is his own personal planet for his evil and wants to keep it that way. And in 2007's countdown issue number 40, one of his concubines noticed that dark side was seeming kind of distant, you know, and more than that, he saw emotion on his face. And when she mentioned it, Darkseid admitted that he was thinking of his sons. And she expressed shock that there was tenderness in him. And he agreed that his people would find it shocking as well. So he blasted her at point blank range and ordered this person to have the throat cut. And the future throats of all of his, men- his people cut to keep them from talking if they were to see something like that. So that's why I put that up there. Gotcha. Fair enough. I thought you were going to say that there was actually a reference of him watching My Little Pony, which would be fantastic. <laughs> which would be another fantastic t-shirt idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love it. Just like sitting there huddled up watching, watching. a little TV. And then maybe oh. have like his face looking at the camera going, like really upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm... I'll take the point blank range because God knows I don't want to hold some geriatric stick all the time when he's peeing all over the floor. <laughs> I had Not to mention serious... that guy's an asshole to be around it with anyways. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So don't I even understand. get me started on this last movie. Yeah, for real. I, yeah. I, you know what? A true story. I, I need to suck it up and go see it. I haven't even seen The Rise of Skywalker yet because I'm still reeling from The Last Jedi and I'm trying to... I think it's because it was like a stubbornness in me that was trying to take a hard stance against all that nonsense, but I probably should cave and watch it. People have told me that it's the best of the three that's come out so far. No, it's not. I didn't like it. I'd say say it's the worst. I I think each one got successively worse. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably going to wait till it comes out on Disney Plus and then even when it does, I'm probably going to illegally stream it regardless. So, <laughs> thank mm. you Disney. In your face. So, all right, you all right, can hit it with yours. Would you rather live in a world like Equilibrium where all emotion is medicinally suppressed or get an erection every time you stand up for more than 2 minutes? Hmm. Well, do I have badass fighting skills like Christian Bale in Equilibrium? Like, am I like just a fucking crazy ninja, awesome, just good with guns? And man, no, I like, no, I like you just live in that world. You not do not get trained by his little underworld gang in their awesome uh, kung fu. Well, fuck that, man. Give me all the erections. I already don't mind erections, and I wear compression shorts anyways to contain that shit. So I'll just double up on compression shorts. I mean, it's just like being, you know, 13, 14 again all over, right? That's basically what it, you know, I never aged past that limit anyways, mentally. So that's true. As they say in Letterkenny, give a 13 year old boy five idle minutes and he's going to get an erection. 
Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to have to go with the erection. Fair enough. It's mine. Just hopefully you don't have to stand in long cafeteria lines and don't go to Disney World. Yeah, that's very true. That's right. But if there's a hot girl in front of me, I may accidentally bump into her a few times. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I'll take you over to my final one. Uh, would you rather fight a losing battle against the observers from the final season of J.J. Abrams' critically acclaimed sci-fi show Fringe or be the master hand from Super Smash Brothers? Before you pick the most obvious answer, rather than fight Mario and his friends, you only get to wrestle the master Willy. <laughs> So you have to, you have to, you're the master hand, and the only one you get to play with is master yeah. Willie. Yeah. If you, ca- you catch, okay, okay. I, I catch your drift. Now the question is, is it my master Willie? Um. Well, technically, your your sentience is in this fucking hand, and so it's. Mm, and so it's it's just a good question. You know, are you both connected to one being? That's. That's the loophole here. I don't know. Uh, would you really want to risk it and find out? <laughs> I mean, you know. Would you rather know. spend your whole life masturbating or jerking some guy off? Now, um, if you feel if you feel it, like if you're if if, if it is you, you're just whacking your your, you know. I mean, I guess it wouldn't be that bad. I don't know, but if it felt like if it was a whole different entity, if you were like separate from one another. That could get weird real quick. That that could get very weird. All right. So, and what was the other option? Uh, did you ever watch Fringe, the show? No. So it's a sci-fi show, super good. If anyone likes the X Files, the one with uh, the guy, the kid from Mighty Ducks. Kid from Mighty Ducks. Yes. No. Yes. That's yes. This the the main antagonist. The main protagonist. Jackson yeah. Something. Yeah. Yes, he's the main character, and his dad is this mad scientist who discovers a way to bridge the gap between parallel worlds that are super, super similar to one another, but he's able to actually go in there and, like, explore and do all this stuff, and eventually there's this this plot line in the fifth season, the final season of, like, these advanced humans that have kind of figured out time travel and all this. It's an advanced race after mankind is kind of, like, you know, fuck themselves over, which we all know is going to happen. And they come back because their world in the future is like uninhabitable. And they've come back to like an earlier time and have kind of invaded, you know, and they've taken over and they're super, super big shitheads. And you're the whole fifth season. They're fighting them. And um, it, it was a pretty shitty existence. I mean, it's not I don't remember specifics from it, but it definitely wasn't cool. So, well, I'm going to take that one. You're gonna take that one, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. probably a. At least you'd have a living. At least you could like, you know, live. So right, that's true, and not have to worry about you know, giving hand jibbers to somebody. Exactly. That's never, that's never any fun. Well, very good job, Joba. That was a rousing round, not a rousing, hey! but rousing <laughs> round. Of would you uh, rather's. That wraps up our fun-filled 45 minutes of totalitarianism. I say we hightail it out of here before the intergalactic tax man really comes a-knocking. That sounds like a good plan, Ripley. Hickory dickory dock, it's warp speed o'clock. You really need to think of a better catchphrase. Yeah, God, I know. Until next time, stay slurred.
Say it ain't so, that's the end of our show. Turn the mic off, go the f*** home. Joe Buffett here. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoy our ridiculous content, you can get to your nearest cosmic communication device and spread the word to your friends, family, coworkers, or nearby nerf herders. We're available on Spotify, Google Play, Sheeple Music, I mean Apple Music, or wherever you listen. If you have an idea for our show or would like to propose a theme, send an email to CloseEncountersSlurredKind at gmail.com. That's CloseEncountersSlurredKind at gmail.com or shoot us a message on Facebook. Have a great day and we look forward to falling even deeper into the Antimatter Minute with you next time on Close Encounters of the Slurred Kind. Oh, snap. I think the Black Squirrel... The Black Squirrel. I just called our goddamn ship the Black Squirrel. Black Squirrel, girl. (laughs) 